Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Music In My Life with me, Laura Wright. I'm a singer, a composer, a new mum, and I love being active in the great outdoors. I'm also really interested in the emotional connections that music can have to certain moments in people's lives. In this podcast, we'll attempt to understand more about the music we love so much and why it makes us feel that way. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favourite pieces of music, what their relationship to that music is and how it's influenced parts of their lives. We've sent a list of categories to our guests and they've chosen four songs which span from love to pain, family to sports. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. Before we start, I've been doing some research on my guests' uh, choices today and I'm just going to read out some of the lyrics from one of her songs. Um, it goes like this, see if you know it. But when I get home to you, I'll find the things that you do will make me feel all right. When I'm home, everything seems to be right. So today I'm joined by the legend, Sam Quick. You will know her from that thrilling Olympic final in Rio back in 2016, when the hockey team took home gold after closing out the match with penalties. I honestly remember watching it and screaming at the TV at the time. Uh, Sam's gone on to lead an incredibly successful presenting career. She's also managed an impressive fourth place in I'm a Celeb in between. And she lives in Liverpool with her lovely husband, Tom, and her two gorgeous doggies. Um, hi, Sam. How are you doing? Oh, thank you very much for that lovely introduction. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm having a quiz. So in um, this isolation, we've been doing family quizzes every Tuesday night. And one of the rounds is the song lyric rounds, where, round where you speak a lyric and you got to guess what song it is so um I was getting ready to start my quiz <laughs> I love that well you should have had a head start on that one for sure yeah I think I know which one it is yeah one of your absolute favorites I was actually thinking as well because I was I loved sports so much when I was younger there was a point where I thought you know should I go down the route of of trying to do something with sport professionally and I actually thought when I was thinking I was going to talk to you today I probably would have ended up having like a poster of you on my wall as my <laughs> idol <laughs> <laughs> don't pretend like you haven't got one already because I've got one yeah, of you yeah yeah <laughs> me as we speak well, I, we um I think ages ago we had this conversation um and I actually just 
came back to me when I was thinking about the songs for this podcast that I actually had an album with you on it when I was younger. No. So I was obviously a fan. It was when you were in All Angels. Love it. Mutual Appreciation See? Society. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That feels like a lifetime ago, I have to say. I should also mention to the listeners, of course, you've mentioned it already, Sam, being in isolation, obviously due to the current COVID-19 pandemic. So obviously we are apart from each other, but Sam, I'm giving you a massive hug from afar. Um, to say hi and and you know how we, we should probably mention how are you getting on with it all a big hug back to you as well as Ottilie and Harry of course and the dog um but I think we should have seen each other actually shouldn't we at the beginning of um isolation well not the beginning but a weekend we were meant to be at the Grand National together yeah. um so I was a bit disappointed not to catch up with yourself and our other friend Katie Walsh the jockey um but to be honest it's the first week or two I'm not gonna lie I actually quite enjoyed it um, because it's not very often we actually get to switch off, have time um, and almost an excuse just to stay at home and kind of enjoy your own time as such. Um, but now... Yeah, absolutely. Your, your job's so kind of busy, isn't it, as well? You're here, there and everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And the timing was um, I just had to be home for a few things with like my nan and my mum and stuff like that. So it actually came at a weirdly good time to just stop. Um, but I think now, what are we? Four, fourth week? Fourth week in? Um, it's just a case of what can we do to bring any normality and continue that social ac- aspect so you are not just left alone because I'm extremely lucky to be here at home with with Tom and the two dogs. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's that. I think some people feel at the moment that there's this sort of um, assumption that we've got to be really, really productive and I don't know, like learn a new language or something like that. But actually, I think just structuring your day and and like you say, being sociable, as sociable as you can be in this situation, I think is a, is a win actually at the moment. Now, it's funny you say that actually, because I think a lot of people are feeling the pressure to learn a new skill or tweet or post about something that they've achieved or something they've done during isolation. But I think on the other hand, people could potentially get stressed out by that and think, oh my goodness, I've not been productive at all. But I think it's such an unusual and strange situation that we're in at the moment. I think everyone's just got to find a way, haven't they, to do what's best for them. I have to say being cooped up with a four and a half month old leaves little time to do our own thing. But um, <laughs> there you go. I think that's a good excuse to have. Um, but you, you talked about your yeah your mum and your nan. I think actually if we, we launch into this this first song choice for you it's it's one that screams family isn't it so maybe you can, can tell me a little bit more about it what it means to you and and you know kind of if, if you listen to it now all the time perhaps because you're away from family yeah definitely so it's quite an upbeat one um it's the Beatles a hard day's night and um my family as you will probably know Laura because you have spent time around me love a bit of karaoke love a good sing-along and a good party atmosphere so um normally uh in the summer like a day like today for example it's beautiful outside about 18 degrees it would be the perfect excuse to have a big barbecue outdoors at my mum's um and everyone would turn up with a dish um and we'd you know have a nice catch up and then towards the back end of the evening we'd get the karaoke out now my nana who's 19 1099 last month loves oh, a wow. sing-along happy birthday to your nan <laughs> oh yeah she's like well I'm actually um helping care for her at the moment so I'm in isolation with Tom we've not really left the house in the last few weeks so I can go over to hers and um just to help with the do her washing and things like that because That's her normal amazing. staff can't yeah. go in so trust me we've uh, been still singing lots of songs courtesy of Google okay Google as a new best mate <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, we normally get the karaoke out and my Auntie Anne, who's Down syndrome, it's one of her favourite things to do. Um, but you know what it's like sometimes when you're at gatherings, family or friends, to get the first person on the karaoke, it's always the tough job. And once that's done, it's kind of, you know, it's a bit of a cue to get on the karaoke. But my dad has no shame. He has no hesitation to be number one on the karaoke. And he will always start with A Hard Day's Night by the Beatles and everybody sings along. So when I hear that song, I flash back to those moments of togetherness, um, people, you know, it's about 20 of us packed around the table all singing along. Um, and it's like you say, sometimes depending on what mood you're in, you listen to the lyrics of a song. Um, so I think at this point, when it, if it came on the radio, um, it would definitely take me back to those good times. Yeah, definitely. That's so lovely to hear. And I think um, you talked about about the lyrics there as well and I think something that I I think this sort of allegedly happened that um John Lennon wrote down some of the lyrics on the sort of back of a card in a taxi or something like that that was sort of from a fan um that he'd sort of schooled on this birthday card which was to his sent to his son Julian Lennon and that's that birthday card is is now in the British Library which I think is pretty cool that's cool I didn't know that yeah yeah a little bit of history in there as well but I think also what I wanted to ask when you mentioned your your auntie Anne as well is that do you feel like that music connects with her as well especially in her in her situation yeah absolutely um my auntie Anne is uh 56 I want to say so she's getting on um she's always loved to perform always loved to be center of attention when it came to music well because she's getting a bit older now she is suffering from a bit of dementia so she does get confused however when you put music on her face lights up. It's like she's back to Auntie Anne of yesteryear and again, just loves to perform. The room's got to be quiet. Everyone's got to be listening when she's on the microphone. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. I think that's, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? The music transcends everything and, and brings everyone together. Such a great choice of music as well from you. I mean, obviously Beatles being from Liverpool and, you know, that local connection. And I think also one thing I'd say about you, Sam, and your family and, you know, so incredibly welcoming and the sense of community as well mm. around the area that you live in is is just second to none. Oh, thank you very much. That's all right. Should we have a listen to a bit of it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it's it. Been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel all right. Yes. yes. That's a hard day's <laughs> night. Love it. I didn't want that Banger. to end. <laughs> just before just before we go on to the next one, I was just, um, when you said about my family, because obviously you were at my wedding yeah. um, and one of the main bits was the karaoke of the evening. So um, it probably hurt your ears and no one could compare to your voice, of course. But yeah, it was a bit of a riot. <laughs> Listen, I have to say, no, I have to say, yeah, the the enthusiasm and the, the performance from everyone in your family was absolutely incredible. I couldn't match that. Not even me, honestly. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next piece of music. Um, I was surprised by this one, actually, this choice. And I, because I don't actually know this song that well. And then I started listening to the words and... I don't know, just maybe you can tell me how you came across this piece of music and, you know, being a song about about a love in your life and, and what that means and 
you know, I think I, I was really interested actually in this choice. Like you say, it's one of those songs that's um, almost a one hit wonder for him. So Nathan Sykes was in the Wanted band, wasn't he? Um, and he wasn't as such the front man. So when they split up, he went out and did his solo career. And this is um, his biggest hit, I think. But basically this song came about because when me and my now husband, Tom, started dating, um, it was out at the time. And I would be going away to Argentina, Australia, uh, sometimes America for weeks on end. Um, and I don't know, really know why it became our song. It just happened to be playing at the right time when we'd be in a car together or we'd be at home and it'd come on the radio or something like that. But the main reason we do like it is because of the lyrics. Um, and sometimes it makes it a little bit more special with its um, almost because it is unknown it's not overplayed and it's not your classic you know everybody has it as their first dance this song was between our first dance Katy Perry unconditionally actually which one we were going to have but we decided to keep this one just for us too yeah I think it's a great choice and I think for people who might not have heard this we're obviously going to hear a little bit of it um, shortly but it's it's quite a simple composition as well it's got this really kind of simple ostinato piano at the beginning and it's got so these really lovely backing vocals as well um and I think with a lot of songs that tend to have that really kind of emotive meaning to people you know in this instance for you and Tom like it tends to be the vocal is right at the forefront and it feels like I don't know whether you listen to it in headphones a lot maybe when you're away but I feel like it's quite intense actually in the way that it's sung um yeah I remember um yeah. when I used to live in Marlow when Tom came down to visit one time when I was with the GB squad we were walking along the park just singing it and we know nothing about music, right? But it's interesting that you said what you said about how it is sung because there's a certain part in the song where we used to laugh that we could never hit the note. I think it's just put your heart in my hands where it kind of, I don't know, I, I, you said what it, what is it called? <laughs> where it goes up and then back down. Yeah, so well, I was saying like the piano kind of has this sort of rolling feel and then there's these really nice backing vocals. But I think he has got this amazing range mm -hmm. and he kind of just jumps up. And I, when I was doing, obviously having to listen to this song as well, before we, we were going to speak, um, I, I heard there was like a duet version with Ariana Grande as well. Yeah. Have you heard that version? And I, I was like, actually, it doesn't, for me, I don't know if it's the same for you, but it doesn't compare to, to his sort of solo version because of that. I don't know if it's vulnerability in his voice, maybe. No, I completely agree. Um. We, I remember hearing it because it's often that a lot of songs will change to feature a different artist or they change it into a dance remix. And I always think it's never the same as the original, apart from, however, Beyonce and Ed Sheeran, perfect. I think that was much better with her in it because I'm a massive fan. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so, but this one... Um, yeah, I remember hearing that and we, we weren't happy to have Ariana in it, although we are fans of Ariana. Um, but this song, yeah, it does mean a lot because, as I say, it was that part in our relationship where it was, do we take this the next step? Do we get serious? Do I commit? Because I was living down south, Tom was up north, um, and it was the part of my life where if I was going to invest in a relationship, then I would have to invest quite heavily just because there was a lot going on at the time with the Olympics upcoming and selection and living so far away. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, you were at this point under a great amount of, great deal of pressure. And I think we we talk about this a lot anyway, don't we, Sam? Like the balance mm. of life and work and, and, and relationships. And I don't know whether you find this, but I do find that, that music can 
I don't know, it kind of keeps those those memories alive as well. Like it feels like that music takes you back to that place. Yeah, definitely. When I listen to this song, it takes me back to that walk down down in Marlow in the park. But it's really interesting as well because you can listen to a song one day in a different way if you listen to it another day when you're in a different type of mood or a reflective type of mood and sometimes it is quite nice just to hear a song and it takes you back to that moment so this one um, yeah I agree with you this one always gets played you can you can introduce it okay right so my second choice is Over and Over Again by Nathan Sykes just put your heart in my hands promise it won't get broken we'll never forget this moment yeah, we'll stay brand new Cause I love you Over and over again Oh, me goosey, oh. that <laughs> Cause you, you, you want to hear it It's like you just want to belt it out With so much passion Whether it's the song Or because yeah. it, it does have that underlying meaning I don't know Well, I think also I, Knowing you as like, like I do, Sam I think you're someone who I see you as an incredibly strong powerful female like I see you as a bit of a badass female in that sense and this is but no but seriously this is like um a vulnerable song and it's still got that power in the vocal but it is kind of letting people into that sort of vulnerability and that part of your life you know that is emotional and so I think it it kind of gives it even more gravitas I think yeah I'm really guilty of being um not hiding my feelings because I kind of embrace them now but before I met Tom I was like you say, quite hard, not hard faced because I was very sensitive, but I would be scared to show my emotion. Um, I would rarely cry publicly in front of people or to people. So yeah, this song just encapsulates me softening up over time, should I say, once I met Tom. Um, but yeah. And how, how did you, how did you meet Tom? Um, I was back home. Uh, I'd met my sister for some dinner and we decided to go to a bar just to have a few more drinks to catch up. And Thomas was in this said bar with his two friends uh, and he came waltzing over and just started chatting to me. I'm sure Tom would have a different version of events <laughs> of how it all happened. But he basically ch- chatted me up and we started talking and we realized we had quite a lot in common. Um, his younger sister was at my school in the year below or two years below. Um, and then he said to me, what do you do as a job? And I said, oh, I play hockey full time. And he went, so basically you're unemployed. <laughs> so so oh, nice, it was, nice. it was, it was back and forth, back and forth. And he said, go on then, what's your name? And I said, Sam Quirk. And he went, right. And I said, I bet you can't sp- spell Quirk and no one ever can. And he was actually the first person to spell Quirk, Q-U-E-K in the correct way. Because people normally say uh, K-W-E-K or all sorts of different combos. So um, that was it. And then he added me on Twitter. And slid into my DMs as such nice. back in the day. Slid yeah. into the DMs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Love well, it, love it, love it. I think it's so nice for people to hear that though, because it's, you know, it, it kind of also, I think with social media now, whatever kind of messaging you got together on sort of defines when your relationship yes. started as well to people. <laughs> so true. What was one of the first ones? Like MSN Messenger. Yeah, exactly. Or like Be- Bebo or whatever it was. Bebo. Yeah. MySpace, That's if you really old Yeah, I remember MySpace. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. You basically (laughs) saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made Uh, a decision to have no more children. I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So obviously here on, you know, Music In My Life, we give guests eight questions. So you've chosen obviously four that really kind of mean something to you. And this next one you chose was your kind of hype song, wasn't it? And in your words, you said, what What a banger. What a banger. So tell us about this one. So I've always been a massive Rihanna fan. But when this song came out, I just noticed probably three or four times after hearing it that when it came on, my mood changed. I went to really excitable, full of energy, um, just wanted to be out there dancing. And I still do it now when it's on in the house or I'll put it on. It just uplifts me, gives me energy, and I'm just ready to go. Um, and I used to call it my night out song back in the day. However, I don't really go on very, very many nights out now. I don't think I went on that many nights out back in the day, to be honest. But when it came on, I would play it just before I'd go out with the girls and it'd get me right in the mood. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing about this kind of music. You know, we've got Calvin Harris kind of producing it and and performing, you know, he's kind of someone who knows exactly the kind of structure that's needed in a song to get people going. And it's, I don't know whether this is something you notice when you listen to it, but basically the kind of rhythm of it basically double gets double the speed as mm-hmm. it builds up to the chorus. That's why it's like this kind of energy that you ride along. And then as the chorus comes in, you, you know, you imagine yourself in the club yeah. jumping around like a crazy person. But it's why kind of this kind of music 
music really gets people excited and it's so upbeat it's in a major key you know it's really uplifting and I don't know whether you like the lyrics do you listen to the lyrics in this song or is it just kind of the vibe um, of it? I sing along very hard to it I shout along uh, but it is mainly the beat I think at the beginning of the song it's slower and then it kind of there's a bass drop isn't it I'm not sure where it is but it's like do 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 and then it goes hard and that for me is the part done there Sam thank thank you very much (laughs) 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 but there's a part where it is the bass hits and you just want to jump up and down you can't help yourself or if you're driving you just want to put the windows down and turn it up um you know what it's dangerous with this kind of music because you do I think you end up going a bit faster than you should sometimes <laughs> yeah. um but that's the thing isn't it obviously under the speed limit but there you go I think it has has that effect yeah I love it it just re- it's one of those songs that it doesn't matter what mood I'm in put it on I'm ready to go get me a gin get the girls round have a good dance and do you say like would you say this is something that would hype you up before sport as well because obviously you know you're you're still playing hockey now and and then in terms of your career in playing hockey is this something you'd listen to by yourself or or with the team yeah so it's it's actually a funny story and interesting question so probably in 2014 I realized that listening to music before a game on the bus uh would actually overhype me for hockey would make me over aroused as such is the proper sports psychology uh, terminology. So normally when we go to a game, everybody's got their headphones in and everybody will sit on the bus in their same seats for every game, for every training session. So it almost became a given that I put headphones on too because everybody else was because there was no one else to talk to. But I did realise I'd be going into games too excitable, really like nervous but in a very uh, excitable way not a scared nervous but just too aroused too pumped almost um and actually yeah. it turned out it was the music doing it because I was getting so emotional listening to my playlist um so in Rio everybody was, lis- was listening to music apart from me on the bus and so did you did you have your headphones in but no music so you were kind of zoned in but didn't actually have that sound no um I was just because I was quite comfortable just actually it didn't work for me so on the bus on the way to Rio everybody had headphones in apart um apart from me and then Laura Unsworth and Georgie Twig used to share an ear each out of Laura's phone so I could still kind of talk to them because they were similar personality to me we quite like to be relaxed talk about um just generic things because all the preparation we'd done prior to the game had been done and that was at the back of our mind ready to go for the game so interesting that's really interesting because I mean I think also people some lots of people know this already but music obviously kind of attaches itself to the creative side of our brain as opposed to and that's why you know music can like you've talked about your auntie Anne as well that you know music connects with her on a level where you know other things might not and I have that with my with my dad after his stroke you know music mm. for him brings him back to a place in time because it, it connects with a different part of of our, of our brain and our memory and I, I think that's really interesting that the music for you obviously that song it, it kind of hyped you up so much brought back so many strong emotions it, it's too much for you to then go into you know an arena sporting arena and have that control because you need that control don't you in that sense definitely because I'm, it was fine with music playing over the tannoys when you're on the pitch um, because it's background music you're listening to teammates the coaches what they're saying but when I found myself in my own headspace, listening to music, 
the emotion that was coming out because of the music itself. And then I'd start thinking about the grandeur of the games, you know, the outcome, what I was going to do. It just, I think it all became a bit too much. Yeah, you've gone too far ahead in your mind, haven't you? So you kind of need to like rein it back in and, and sort of go one step at a time, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean I, I'm only saying that because I have that before I sing, like before I perform. It's exactly the same, but play out like a scenario in my mind. So do you listen, do you listen to music or anything beforehand? No, I don't. I'm exactly the same as you, which is why it's really interesting. I have like, I think, you know, five minutes of just silence, basically. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone get out of my way. Shush. Yeah. yeah. Funny that, isn't it? Um, yeah. Oh, no, it's I, I used to choice. be an absolute nightmare before games because I'd go like, you know, people used, would text you for your performance or just want a bit of acknowledgement. But it got to the point where I'd have to say to my friends and family, I'm just going to cut off for the entire cut tournament. And it sounds terrible, but I used to become the most unsociable person because all I wanted to do was things in my way, my time, not overthink anything, not get too stressed. So it is really funny when it comes to performance, how different things can affect you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's so interesting. And I actually feel like I'm going to be listening to that song tonight when we've kind of got, you know, run out of energy with with my daughter and we need to jump around the house at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good one. Full blast though. It has to be full blast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Full volume, definitely. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited and I'm smiling already about this story that you are going to hopefully share with everyone about this last song from your, uh, song from your childhood. Oh yeah, Spice Girls. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, so nowadays stop, is it stop or stop right now? It's just stop, isn't it? I think it's just stop. Yeah. Which just also stop. was released 23 years ago. Oh my God. Really? <laughs> yeah, wow. Now I feel old. <laughs> so <laughs> this song nowadays, uh, it's my karaoke song when I'm out with the girls or we have like a karaoke because it's feel good. Everybody knows it. It's got the classic dance routine and it gets everyone going. Plus the vocal range isn't too bad for me. I'm not going to go and sing nice. some Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I can just shout it. Um, but it goes back. It takes me back to being in my bedroom. I remember it all started when one Christmas I asked Santa for a hi-fi machine and Santa delivered Laura. He turned up, he got me the five speakers, you know, where you've got the two main speakers either side and then you've got three mini ones to make surround sound. Nice. Yes, like a with, a th- with, with a three disc changer um, oh, and, then, <laughs> and some little disco lights and a disco ball. I used to love music and I used to just play it in my bedroom all the time. However, when I got this hi-fi system, I realized that of an evening when my curtains were open, um, the type of window I had, you sometimes see them in hotel rooms. You know, when you turn the handle all the way to the top and it'll kind of fall out or you can yeah. turn it halfway yeah. and the whole window comes back out on you. So it's just an empty window basically because the whole yeah. pane's swung out. So I opened my window. So it was basically the just emptiness and the whole pane was pulled out. And I was like, looking into the garden I thought oh my god how cool would it be if that garden was filled of hundreds of thousands of people so then the music went on I got my mic out aka hairbrush I was about to say this and is one of my questions was what, what did you use for a microphone very importantly oh always a hairbrush it's gotta be but I remember I never used to use the round hairbrushes back in the day I used a normal uh, paddle hairbrush however I used to go into my mum's room and nick her round one because it was obviously more suitable to be a microphone yeah yeah absolutely better microphone style 
uh, and I used to put the Spice Girls album and Stop was one of my favourites to perform to these thousands of people who were stood down in the garden um, and I'd put my disco lights on, my disco ball and I would sing this song so hard at the top of my lungs to these imaginary thousands of hundreds of people and just dream of being a pop star. Amazing. I absolutely love it. And of it. course they loved it. They went wild and everything, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Asked for it again and again. Did yeah. you, I've got so many questions about this because I think for um, both of us being a similar age as well, you know, in terms of generations, this, you know, they were, they were the biggest girl band on the planet. And I think, you know, everyone's so excited when they reformed and all this kind of stuff. They've got this legacy, but they also, I think, have this sensation of, well, they're the first band to really bring about girl power. And I think, probably when I was younger, I don't know if you felt this, but perhaps didn't quite get, you know, what girl power perhaps means to me now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like actually it was an amazing way of introducing that kind of spirit um, to, to me personally and, and hopefully to you as well through their music. Um, and I don't know whether, you know, I don't know whether you felt like they inspired you, whether you just loved the music. I mean, were you a particular Spice Girl when you were doing this performance as well? Yeah, so this was the beauty of the Spice Girls, wasn't it? One of the main keys when you were with your friends was which Spice Girl are you? Which Spice it Girl wasn't, are you? Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't a case of they all wore the same outfit. It, they weren't the same persona. They all had their own personality, style. They had different accents. And like you say, I think back in the day, we didn't really appreciate that. But I was always... Sporty Spice, if you could guess. You were, but did you, yeah, but did your friends think you were Sporty Spice? Yes, always. So However, you were, you were agreed on the, on the Spice that you were. Yeah, although sometimes it won't, no one randomly would ever want to be Scary Spice. And I don't know whether it was the name or... Really? I don't know. Yeah, there was always a, well, there's five of us and someone has to be Scary Spice. I know we always what about you? What were you? Felt, well, I, th I don't really know. I think I was Sporty Spice to myself, but I think everyone who I kind of hung out with and did stupid dance routines with just seemed to be insulted if they were Posh Spice. I don't know why. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, for some reason, no one ever wanted to be Posh Spice. Whereas now you'd be like, Victoria Beckham, what a queen. Um, yeah, I'll take her. But, yeah, exactly. Um, who, who's you your, like your favourite Spice Girl now? If, if you would oh, choice. That is That is a really tough question. I really like Jerry Halliwell. I, I love I know, her. I think same. I think she's really cool, and I think she's got very kind of understated coolness about yeah. her. Um, and I definitely wouldn't have chosen her as like my favorite spice when I was younger. Um, I agree. But yeah, how about you? Yeah, the exact same because with her. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's the same because I never really appreciated it because when people used to say Jerry to me back in the day, I'd be like, oh, why? <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> whereas now I'm like, she is cool. Union Jack dress, platform trainers. Yeah. Her voice yeah. is incredible. And her, she just seems to be so chilled. Not that the others yeah, aren't, I of agree. course. Well, basically everything she wore has kind of come back into fashion now anyway. So yeah, that, <laughs> she's that ahead of it. her time, old Jerry. <laughs> but I do remember going to uh, a many a parties where you had to go dressed as a Spice Girl. And it was just ease because my probably three quarters of my wardrobe was just sports gear anyway because I was such a tomboy yeah yeah of course yeah. yeah but did you feel like they I don't know did you feel like they inspired you or did you just love the music you know at when you were that age and dancing around in the bedroom yeah I used to look at them and be like I want to be a Spice Girl I want to be a pop star I used to shop at do you remember the shop um Tammy Girl Yes, yes. You're bringing right, back it was, all the memories. I know. It's like a throwback. So you could only ever get clothes that fitted you when you were that around 10. Is it about 10, 13? That age when you're yeah. kind of going out of children's clothes to 
adults and it one was Tammy Girl and the other one was I think New Look had opened yeah, up there yeah. t- 9 to 15 range or whatever it was but Tammy Girl was just full of fashionable clothes and it was basically just Spice Girls from gilets to those type of combat p- trousers um, and I remember the body sprays I was obsessed with the body sprays it was a white oh, yeah. tin it was a small tin like you remember um, what was it what was that class impulse? <laughs> Do you remember impulse phrase? Oh, yeah, I love a bit of impulse phrase. So, I think I've still got some in the cupboard. Have you? Regrettably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always used to get one of those for a birthday or Christmas present without fail. But it used to be an imp- like the same size as an impulse bottle and it was white, had spice down it and a different colour lid for whatever spice girl you wanted. Love it. With a different scent. Did you ever have a go at the sort of, um, you know, dyeing a streak of your hair or something terrible like that? No, I was far too scared for that. I was even too scared to get, you know, the braids when you went on holiday. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, though, I've never changed. I'm still too scared to cut my hair. It's still long. I've always had the same haircut. <laughs> yeah, every time we see each other, for anyone who's listening as well, my hair seems to get shorter. Yours seems to get longer. And we're uh, going in opposite directions, I think. I know. We'll have to swap one year. Yeah. And I think, like, I mean... I know I've, I mentioned it earlier, but the whole kind of girl power thing is, I don't know, what do, I guess, what does it mean to you now? Like if, if you and Tom, you know, have a family in the future and, and you have kids, you know, what does that, what does that mean to you now? Would you pass down those kind of memories, do you think? Yeah, um, I think it's a given. I mean, I always picture myself in a car with the kids and Tom playing old songs back and Spice Girls would definitely be there along with like the likes of the Beatles and songs like that. But for me, I think the Spice Girls were so different. I think they were revolutionary of their time. We see girls come out now. So the likes of Little Mix who are trying to do this girl power, you don't need a man type of attitude. However, Spice Girls were the forefront of that. I think the whole girl power thing is becoming more and more important as time is going on because we have louder voices with different platforms. We are now stronger and not that we weren't stronger in the past, but we are almost braver to say, hang on a minute, that's not fair. That's not right. But I will definitely be telling my youngsters to be themselves. You know, you may be in a group of people who are just as talented as you come from the same background, different background, but don't ever be scared of having your own personality or style. And that for me was the Spice Girls. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think, you know, you've you've come across that in your your professional life as well, I'm sure, you know, through sport, um, the kind of disparities in sport and also in, I'm sure, the presenting world as well. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 a really fine line because you are when you are in the public eye, I went from being, you know, unknown, playing hockey to coming out of an Olympic final going into I'm a Celeb, one of the biggest viewed programs in the UK to then being judged straight away. Um, I think you don't lose your identity, but you definitely question it at time because you want to be accepted. It's a natural human feeling to want to be accepted and want to be liked by everyone. But in this day and age, not everyone's going to like you in any walk of life. Not everyone's going to like you, whether they've met you or not. Not everyone's going to um, agree with what you say. And that is something which you have to almost get your head around. And I'm fortunate to yeah, be surrounded I, by yeah. so many amazing people like yourself that I've met along the way who have those similar feelings and support one another. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where, you know, you might see 
that we're talking about <laughs> conversations started with the Spice Girls, which people might see as something that isn't um, a serious topic in that sense or a serious girl band. But actually, that's the gravitas of, of the bigger picture, if you like. You know, they're unapologetically individual. They're undeniably strong females and they all kind of have their their own kind of their own vibe in life and I think that's what everyone's trying to figure out isn't it it's just who are they and being okay with that and and putting out there what they want and and being sort of okay with receiving that kind of feedback as well but in a positive way um I think it can be quite confusing for young people to navigate that now but yeah I mean I think I think we need to hear a bit of it as well I think you should introduce this this is an epic song by you oh yeah so this is one of the songs that takes me back to my childhood and it is Stop by the Spice Girls Oh, I love that bit. Oh, it just makes you want to bounce around, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I'm definitely bopping away over here. Absolutely. Um, so I think also, you know, something I wanted to do with this podcast was to make a song suggestion to you, Sam. Ooh, lovely. Um, you know, kind of, yeah, taking into account obviously your choices and the kind of vibes that have come through with your music. Um, so this is my kind of suggestion. We'll have a listen to a little bit of it and mm-hmm. see what you think. This is um, Knew You Were Waiting and this is Aretha Franklin and George Michael. I love that okay. song. What, what are your thoughts? I love you, that song. Do you song. know it? Um, I don't know it well enough to know every word, but I do that thing, you know, when you sing along and make up your own lyrics. <laughs> so oh, yeah. all the time. All the when time. I say I know it, I don't actually know it, but I know it, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think I figured, you know, for you, I think even though maybe you... Um, don't talk about it lots when you're talking about music, but I think the lyrics are really important to you in songs. Um, I think that's quite clear, even though the genre of music that you choose changes so much. And I feel like those lyrics are quite, they're uplifting. And I think it takes into kind of consideration the positiveness of, you know, something like the Beatles song, where it's uplifting and the Rihanna, but then it's also um, quite mellow with the the vocals. And I don't know, I thought, thought you might like it. I'm definitely so. going to put that on and have a good listen to it. Um, but what two amazing voices, by the way, to even do a song justice. Yeah, I know exactly. That's what I mean. It's like a powerhouse duo. Absolutely. Well, I will definitely take that one. Thank you very much. No, it's a pleasure. Um, Sam, thanks so much. Um, you've been absolute legend. It's so nice to hear all of the different influences that, that made you choose those songs today. And, um, yeah, hopefully people enjoy listening and, and take something away from it. Is there anything you'd like to say um, to, to end the podcast just to thank you for having me I've never had the opportunity to actually talk about a song before I think a lot of people realize how much a song means to them when they are feeling low when they're feeling happy but I think it's really nice just to actually take a step back and look at the lyrics of a song um, and to hear how it's sung so thank you very much for allowing me to do that and yeah having a reflection back into my childhood to good times to sad times it's been really quite nice so thank you the amazing sam quick 
thanks so much to Sam for being our first guest on the podcast and what a start. Thanks to you too for listening and don't forget to hit subscribe or follow to make sure you don't miss an episode. We have some amazing guests lined up so you'll definitely want to come back next week. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why not tell a friend and drop us a review? Have a great week and we'll see you next time. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.